Episode 364 Sandwich Fillers Hello and welcome and thank you for joining me. Um, it's quite interesting, I think quite a lot of... I'm just looking through the list of podcasts I've been doing through the last uh, the last couple of hundred. Uh, <laughs> not the last hundred, I'm just going to scroll through them a little bit. Um, yeah, they're a little bit... Um, What's the phrase? Um, oh, techie? No, not techie. They're a bit. Oh, I mean, the last. I mean, what, what did I say? This one was now 360, 364. So if I look back and look back and look back, I'd say it's a good 100, 130, 130 episodes ago where I was talking about something a little bit more relevant. Then maybe, you know, um, I don't know, cars or tech or COVID. You know, there's a, a lot of stuff in here, which I think, you know, yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd do something. <laughs> going back to the beginning, going back to my roots. Um, and it's about sandwich fillers. Um, I don't know the full story about sandwiches, right? Um, I don't know exactly how this happened, right? There was an earl, an English earl, like a lord, you know, uh, called the Earl of Sandwich. And for whatever reason, um, this guy was credited with uh, inventing the sandwich, right? Now, this sounds like a bit of nonsense to me. Uh, and basically, the sandwich, as you're probably aware, is, well, it's usually meat. Uh, meat and a bread on each side of it, right? A piece of bread on each side of it. Avoided using the word sliced or a slice of bread, but essentially that. So you have a slice on each side and you've got a filling, right? Um, it could be other stuff, but generally speaking, I think back in the day, it would have been meat, you know? I find it hard to believe <laughs> that, you know, before the Earl of Sandwich, that people weren't putting meat between two pieces of bread, right? Um, I suppose the, the crux uh, of, of this whole thing about a sandwich is, um, is putting it in your mouth, of course. So... If you think about it, there's a certain proportion, isn't there, where it won't fit, you know? So maybe he was the guy who said, the slices of bread are this thickness, the meat's going to be this. It's just nice. You can take a bite, you're not, you know, and you're not choking. You're not deconstructing it either. I know you can get like a baguette and a roll, you know, and you can slice it and you can put meat in it, and you know. But if you stack it up with too much stuff like salad and gherkins, cheese and ham whatever it could get to the point where it doesn't work i mean we just need to look at the the, the burger you know um and when you think you know some of the stuff in the u.s where everything's big you, how are you gonna get it in your mouth and you sort of think well i can squeeze it squeeze it down and get it in you know and then all the fat comes out and it's horrible <laughs> so i don't know i mean and it's very hard to eat a burger with a knife and fork i don't know if you've tried it um you see once you do the first cut or if you even cut a piece off it starts to lose its integrity. Integrity? Integrity. Integrity. I can't say that word. It's not as um, firm as it was. <laughs> and it starts falling apart, you know? And uh, once it fall ap falls apart, it's no longer a burger anymore, of course. It's just a pile of the ingredients, you know? So you really want something a size that you could comfortably put, comfortably put in your mouth and bite them and i think maybe that's where this whole sandwich thing came from so so yeah so a sandwich is i mean you don't have to have bread nowadays do you? you could probably have something else uh, with all different types of bread of course you know um i was thinking about a wrap 
but you sort of have a wrap in a roll, wouldn't you? It wouldn't be the same in many ways, you know. Uh, but anyway, let's stick to sandwiches. Essentially, we're going to be using bread, right, for this, for the premise of this uh, podcast. <laughs> so, you know, the, I mean, probably one of the commonest sandwiches, um, certainly in the West, um, that people would eat would be something like ham and cheese, so a slice of ham, a slice of cheese, and bread with butter on it or margarine, right? That'd be a common sandwich. And then normally you'd cut it usually into halves, uh, triangles or rectangles. And sometimes, and the, and the one thing I like to do now, and this is quite interesting, um, I like to cut it into squares. So I cut it across and then across again, and I get four squares. And for some reason, when I eat a sandwich like that, I find it easier to eat. I don't feel like I'm biting into a big chunk of sandwich. Uh, but I also find it, it, the integrity stays together, if you use a sharp knife, that is. And it's just nice. And it actually feels a little bit like you're at a party, you know. You're somewhere posh and it's a little square. So, anyhow, how it's cut is important. So I think if you just take a sandwich and it's not been cut at all and you put it in the mouth, it's just not the same. You know, you definitely have to cut it in half. And if you cut it into quarters, it's just divine. So, um, the other thing about the sandwich, of course, is um, is what you put in it, you know. Um, so basically, um, it traditionally would be meat, wouldn't it? So, I mean, back in the day, I suppose it, w- it wouldn't be turkey, would it? It'd probably be beef or chicken, maybe, you know? And you have that with butter on it, you know, boom, whatever. And you could put, I suppose you could put sauce. I mean, nowadays we have things like Branson and stuff like that. But anyway, I was thinking some of the unusual, more unusual, because this could go on forever, most unusual sandwich fillers that I've had. Uh, over, you know, since I've been a kid, you know, and, and why I maybe have eaten that way as well. Um, so, um, we'll start, the, the things you do when you're a child, you're a little bit more adventurous, aren't you? I think than an adult. Uh, and you might put stuff on a, a sandwich uh, that you wouldn't normally, you know, have. So, as a child, um, I don't remember there being a lot of meat in the diet now, if I'm honest. Um, but I, I remember a few of the things I tried on a sandwich. One would be crisps. Now, if you're in the US, it's chips. Uh, so, Chris, the little, you know, the little potato snacks with uh, usually a powdered <laughs> coating of flavouring. Um, and the thing I found with the chip sandwich, or basically, or the crisp, sorry, crisp sandwich, <laughs> is you'd have the bread, you'd always have butter on it, a, a smear of butter. And then you put the crisps on it, right? Put the other slice on top with the butter, and then you squash it. That's very important. You flatten it down. And you can hear all the crisps, you know, crunching and falling apart. But it just gets to a nice thickness for the mouth. And then you cut it in half. You never eat it as one. Unless you don't have a knife available. <laughs> Which hopefully you had something because you, you buttered the bread, you know. And I find the savoury, the savouriness was important. You could use ready-salted crisps. But obviously if you had something a bit more exotic like, you know, uh, chicken, you know, roasted chicken flavour or... Uh, cheese and onion or I don't know it was nice you know um I did try a bit later on in life um adding cocoa powder as well like a chocolate powder to the to the you know the um savory crisps and that's quite nice as well you know so I'd recommend that so that's quite an unusual one but not out there unusual you know what else did I have I also had uh, banana sandwiches so taking a banana and, and slicing it um and putting that on a sandwich so basically you've still got buttered bread 
and you slice a banana up. That's, that's quite a nice sandwich. But I always found it would stick to the roof of my mouth for some reason. I don't know if it's to do with the consistency of the banana. But it would have banana. That sounds funny. That sounds a funny way of saying banana. Remember? Banana. Would stick to the roof of my mouth. And I'd be like, how do I get that down, you know? But yeah, banana sandwiches are nice. So that's a good one as well. Um, if you want to go a bit off the, off the wall, you could go, to go towards the dark side and chocolate. I think I already mentioned the chocolate powder, but Maltesers. Maltesers on a sandwich. Um, surprisingly rewarding. Now, I'm not quite sure I'd use uh, butter on the bread, but definitely it's worth trying if you've never tried this. And if you don't like it, just eat the Maltesers, you know. So that's quite nice. Uh, there's a couple of other sandwiches. Um, and I was a kid in school... Kids would be like, oh, what can you do to get sick so you don't have to go to school? Can you imagine the logic behind that? Uh, children in the school <laughs> trying to find ways so they can be sick so they don't have to go to school. I mean, yeah, it's a bit, you know, they'd rather be at home sick than in school. Anyhow, but, and the consensus was the salt sandwich. Uh, so basically, you have a sandwich of bread and butter and a, a quite a, a considerable amount of salt on it. Um, now, I actually think this is a, a, I'm going to put a warning on this. I think it's actually quite dangerous, uh, depending just how much salt. Um, and especially in children who have a, a the, toler the tolerance to salt is quite low. Um, I don't ever remember trying it myself, but I, I did know some, um, I don't know where they are now, some kids who uh, did try it. And they did get sick, so... I certainly recommend, wouldn't recommend that. Uh, there was the sugar sandwich, of course, where, again, bread and butter, and with a, a thin a thin veneer of sugar. And that's sort of quite nice. Uh, and I think the reason it's nice is, um, I remember my mother baking, and uh, the, the stock um, cake she used to make would be, it'd start off with butter and sugar. And she'd be mixing sugar into the butter in the, in the thing. And you get a little piece of it, you know. So I think the reason the sugar sandwich works is the action is all the butter and the sugar. And that the bread really is just a little bit of a, you know, a filler, as it were, you know, in a way. So, so that's quite interesting. Um, I do remember um, putting cocoa powder, like a chocolate powder on a sandwich, you know. Um, I don't remember butter being on it, just just on the bread. Um, but there was it was quite common uh, for me to eat certain certain times of the week. Uh, I would eat cocoa powder on its own in a bowl, uh, and essentially because that's all that was in the house. Um, but yeah, and that was usually the before my dad got paid uh, <laughs> that week. Because in those days, you used to get paid weekly and in cash, and the little brown packet had a rattle. You know, it had coins in it. So there's some pretty nice, I think there's some good ideas for sandwiches there if you've never had them before. Um, but Heinz do um, a sandwich spread. I think it's called sandwich spread. So it makes sense. And you know, the, the funny thing is, I'm not too sure what's in it. Um, but it's got a bit of a tang. So you think there's vinegar in there, you know, maybe it's something like a salad cream in there. But I mean, you put that on a sandwich, you just don't need anything else. You know what? You don't even need butter. It's just so full of tangy flavor. It's really nice. Um, which sort of brings me on to piccalilli. I don't know if you're familiar with piccalilli. I don't know if it's just a, a UK or European thing. But piccalilli is amazing. Um, and it's a, it's an unusual colour. Um, it's sort of a yellowy, yellowy, browny, golden colour. Um, and that, it's, I know people have eaten it from the jar with a spoon. <laughs> and that's very tangy, again, very much a vinegary type, you know, twang to it. On a sandwich, though, it's amazing. And again, you probably don't need the butter. And if you're watching the calories, well, there you go. Um, now, you know, all the sandwiches I've been going through at the moment would have been on white bread. Um, certainly growing up, I think it was primarily white bread for some reason. But uh, I'm sure you could use brown or wholemeal bread 
uh, any bread of your choice if you wanted to uh, wanted to try them out, you know. Uh, what else do we like on a on a sandwich? Well, beetroot. Oh, pickled pickled beetroot. Now, not not the fresh stuff. This is stuff that's in a jar, you know. Oh man, I, I'd eat that on its own. It's a real amazing pickle flavour. <laughs> but put it on a sandwich. Yeah. Wow. Now, you could. I mean, if you're posh, you could put butter with that. Uh, but it, it's, it's so wet, the, the beetroot slice, sliced beetroot, this is going to be crinkle cut or, or just, you know, plain sliced beetroot. It's so wet with the vinegar and from the pickling that you probably don't need butter. But there's something very opulent about the mixture of the beetroot, the tangy flavour and butter. That, you know, you probably want to try, you know, each way and, and see what suits you best, you know. Again, white bread. Uh, and the the bread goes quite a violent looking, uh, I don't know, beetroot colour. <laughs> like a deep uh, purpley red colour, you know. And I do, I do add another warning, another medical uh, warning, which isn't really a medical warning, but don't eat too much beetroot because um, it has a habit of changing your urine to a, a beetroot colour. And that can be quite frightening. So <laughs> just just don't eat too much all in one go, I think is the, uh, is the answer to that one. Um, what else have we got? Well, you're probably familiar with the ploughman's pickle. Um, the traditional ploughman's lunch would include a cheese, a cheddar maybe, uh, and like a, a real, um, I don't know what you call it, it's like a brown, uh, spicy type, um, chunky uh, Branston pickle. <laughs> and based that on a sandwich is nice. I mean, you don't even you don't even need the cheese, but you could add it to anything. You could have it with cheese or ham or, or chicken. I mean, chicken's very bland. Um, I think one of my first ever memories of chicken, uh, a whole chicken, um, I think my dad made it for Christmas one year. I think it was about four or five. Um, and then we, we ate it. I don't remember what sauce was available. Probably a very thin gravy, but we used to put tons of salt on it. And to this day, if I get a piece of chicken and I put salt on it, it just takes me back. It takes me back 45 years. <laughs> but yeah, so chicken's quite common, isn't it now? It's a low-fat food. Um, ham's good as well it's low fat but obviously you're vegetarian or vegan then you don't want to be you wouldn't be eating any of that now i suppose and there's some good alternatives i have to say um and my, my take on the whole vegetarian vegan thing is i don't think it should taste like meat i think it should be tasty um i don't think we should try and replicate meat because all that's saying is oh yeah meat tastes great oh pork isn't it lovely oh it's bacon's lovely you know i think we should be looking for new flavors um uh, you know, with vegan and vegetarian and stuff. So, but uh, yes, yeah, so that was sandwich fillers, um, and there are other. Um, you you may you might have heard. Them. I don't have to again. There are a, a UK Ireland thing. These little you saw these potted meat uh, sandwich fillers. Um, I don't want to name any brand names. I think I've done enough of that today, and I'm not been sponsored. So, but uh, and you get basically like um, it's like a pate. I think the posh word would be pate, but believe me, there's nothing posh about these. So they'd have some meat in them. Um, and I don't want it, it wouldn't be anything fancy now, uh, but there'd be a real powerful spice with it maybe as well, and you'd spread it onto a sandwich, and that was sort of quite nice. When you're not much, uh, you know, money, um, they're a very cheap alternative to having, you know, sliced meats and stuff, which traditionally were expensive in the past, but are getting a lot, a lot cheaper now, you know, so... So, yes, that's pretty much, I think, most of the things I can think of at the moment. Uh, but I, I might do an update, you know, if I find any more crazy, weird and wonderful <laughs> sandwich fillers. <laughs>